You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello, Pat's pals and Foxborough friends. Your old pal Nick Fitzy Stevens here with the latest and always greatest edition of Six Rings and Football Things. Brought to you by WEEI Odyssey and 2400 Sports. Got a very special episode here for you today. No dramatic revelations or shocking turns. Just me, no Andy Hart. We gave him the day off because I had the pleasure Wednesday evening, May 17th, of going to a very special event hosted by our friends at I Love Boston Sports at their store in Braintree, Mass., my hometown, at the old South Shore Plaza, where I remember working and shopping and going so often in my youth. How fun decades later to return there for an event that I Love Boston Sports hosted, a night with the coaches, where they assembled quite truly uh, integral parts, amazing pieces of the Patriots Brain Trust from their double dynastic run, three coaches, some of whom have been in the spotlight, have done media in their post-coaching days, and some quite reclusive and difficult to ever gain access to or have a chat with. I was able to host a Q&A for Patriots fans in attendance with former offensive line coach Dante Scarnecchia, Patriots running back coach, now sort of semi-retired, but still involved with the team, Ivan Fears, and yes, the man, the myth, the living legend himself, Ernie Adams, and it was spectacular. It was so much fun. We did a 45-minute live Q&A for fans who attended, took photos, autographs, bought some merchandise, etc. It was great. It could have gone on for hours. We're hoping, actually, to be able to get the full audio of that as well as some video soon enough. But in the interim, I can just tell you from the Q&A that the the predominant theme, the key notes of the time they spent uh, answering questions and recounting stories from their decades of working with Bill Belichick. He and Ernie Adams have known each other for five decades. Ernie said the true key to their success was always thinking alike and always being on the same page together. And obviously it showcased as they worked as extensions of each other in terms of football planning and preparations. Just the breadth of his knowledge is just jaw-dropping and a great wit really as well too. Honestly, the New England Patriots don't need AI or chat GPT or any sort of search engine when they had somebody like Ernie Adams around. The passion for the game Ivan Fears had, the pride he displayed, and the success of his players, Dante Scarnecchia, uh, so pleasant and quiet and reserved, but at the same time, the stories you heard about how tough he could be. Tough love was one of the themes of the night, truly, and uh, in the stories they recounted from favorite Super Bowls, experiences with Bill and Tom and Moore, the main key to them, the Patriot way, what they took the most pride in was the hard work. They said hard work is the answer to really everything that made the Patriot way work, why that operation was so successful, why they were able to be relevant and competitive and achieve what they did was because they got people to commit to their program, show up early, work harder, work longer, 
didn't always necessarily have the greatest athletes or better athletes, but they had a team. They had a team of men that were willing to buy in and be committed to the program, to the to the fundamentals and the system that they taught. And it was truly for the Patriots super fan, the, you know, the gridiron geeks like myself and others. It was just a very, very special night. But in the interim, we wanted to make sure that we had something we could share with you all. So I was able to get a couple of minutes with each of these gentlemen, ask them some questions about their time with the Patriots, their post-playing days, what they think of the team now, and more. So without further ado or interruption, I present in succession my conversations with Dante Scarnecchia, Ernie Adams, and Ivan Fierce. Thanks once again to Marlon, Vinny, and everyone at I Love Boston Sports for putting together a night with the coaches it really was something special. Give them a follow at Boston Sports Co. or visit either one of their stores at Faneuil Hall or in Braintree at the South Shore Plaza if you get a chance. They really do put together some awesome fan-centric merchandise. Give us a follow at Six Rings Pod on the socials. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share if you get a chance. Tell your friends, hey, these guys have a fun little podcast going. Sometimes I don't always agree with Fitzy and Hart, but I'll tell you, they get me these little nuggets like uh, their chat with Scar and Ernie and everything and Fears. Like, that's good stuff. Um, so hope you enjoy Everybody have a great week and a great weekend. Hart and I will be back next week with the latest on six rings and football things in anticipation of the next round of OTAs and, of course, minicamp, which is opening up in just a couple weeks. Take care, everyone. Enjoy. Back here on Six Rings and Football Things, coming to you from the great coaches gathering at I Love Boston Sports at the South Shore Plaza in Braintree. Pleased to be joined right now by Patriots offensive line legend, the man, the myth himself, Dante Skarnakia. Uh Is it okay if I call you Scar? Uh, no, go ahead. I haven't heard. <laughs> so, Dante, how's uh, post-Patriots life treating you? Uh, really good. You know, and this is we just finished our third year in retirement and uh, doing all things family and doing all things families. And now husbands and wife with the kids out, you know, doing things we like to do. Travel and go down to Rhode Island and go to the beach a lot and just do the things that make us happy. So you were so heavily involved with the team that we love for decade upon decade, and you're now living the life that we all would love to live as well. But I can only imagine with the investment that you put in, all the sweat equity, the blood, sweat, and tears over the years, that you still keep a very keen eye on the Patriots. How did you feel last year watching the team, especially along the offensive line and with scoring the ball, have so many struggles? I don't know. I, I thought the offense in general just struggled. You know, things were things were hard for them, and you know, and then got out of rhythm in a lot of respects. weren't able to play the way they would like to play, and you know, I, I don't criticize other coaches. They they do what they try to do to, you know, to have success, and and I, you know, I just watch it from that standpoint. I didn't. I didn't lose my mind over any of it. I just watched it and kind of objectively looked at it. And, you know, I like to see them win. That's, that's our team. And, and it didn't go so well for them last year. Hopefully it'll be better this year. So what do you think now? It seems like the Patriots, they have uh, the man who adores you and credits so much of his success to you, Trent Brown, back at left tackle in a contract year. And, man, the things you were able to get out of him, that 2018 run with that offensive line was something else. But now at right tackle, they seem to be throwing a lot of veterans at the position this year, uh, trying to find someone or a combination of guys that may stick for them. And when it came to the draft, they didn't actually draft any tackles, but they seemed to double down on the interior of the offensive line. Do you like that plan, and what do you think that says about the line this year? I don't, I, you know, Fitz, I don't, I don't know if it, what it says about what they have or what was available to them in the draft 
other than they valued the interior guys more than whatever was left outside by the time they had gotten through the first and second rounds with who they really liked and who they wanted. And now you're into those mid-rounds where, you know, the tackles, what, the tackles are always the ones that go first, all right? Maybe a center, but after that, then, you know, what was available to them are guys that they had a nice value on and they took them. And there's been a lot of speculation that this is for something in the future if they lose these guys or that, or, you know, however all that works, I don't know. But, you know, I'm sure they're happy with the guys they got and we'll see how it all goes. Now, this year, uh, Adrian Clem, former New England Patriot, now takes over. As offensive line coach, I imagine you have a certain level of familiarity with Adrian from his Patriot days of old. What could you tell Pats fans who may be a little unfamiliar with Adrian, and what do you what do you think he'll impart in terms of like style, toughness, and approach on the O line? Yeah, Adrian went into coaching right after he got done playing, and uh, I thought I think he's had a really good career in college because. I remember I went out to uh, work out a player at UCLA, and Adrian was the offensive line coach. I, was, I sat, you know, from a distance and watched him coach. Um, I watched him coach the whole practice, and he's a detailed guy. He's tough. He doesn't have much patience for guys that aren't working hard, and uh, I was really impressed with the way he, he went about his business. And I think, you know, he'll go out there, and, and he'll be demanding of them and work hard with them and and. I think uh, I really look for him to play pretty good this year. I really do. I as I as I as well too. I'm looking forward to seeing what he brings. I heard he brings a level of toughness, a lot of heavy handwork, uh, a very physical, violent approach, and you know they need to set the tone. That to me, I always want the Patriots to attack, grab as many big guys as possible because the games are won and lost. It begins right there in the trench, and that's where you set the tone. Over the years, I've had a chance to get to know a lot of great guys from the offensive line: Dan Copen, uh, Joe Andruzzi, and they're great guys, they're great team leaders, and they're great pillars of the community. Why do you think it is that the offensive line guys end up becoming uh, public figures and pillars that you think the Patriots can lean on in their post-playing days? Well, guys like you mentioned, along with Matt Light, who's yep. hugely Who's the involved. best. I love Matt. Yeah, and, and hugely involved in the community. And there's plenty of others, you know. They just, I don't know, that's the people that you, when you draft them, those are the people that you're getting. Mm -hmm. And it's to me, all those three names that you mentioned, along with a lot of others that... Sebastian Vollmer's a wonderful ambassador for the game now. Them, man. I mean, that's just the kind of guys they are, and that's their mentality. Is it something that, you know, was, that's, that was important to us when we picked them out? We always, we always valued tough, smart, athletic enough, okay? And intelligence is important up there. I think it is. And so if, they, if they're smart guys, you know, and they're, they're going to have a plan. And their plan for all of them was to do something after, and they've all done it. David Andrews is such a great guy, too. So generous. and uh, He's teamed up with me a couple times uh, helping raise money for Boston Children's Hospital, which is a place I hold very near and dear to my heart. So, And I think it's a great reflection on you and the coaching staff and the executives and the hierarchy of the team over the years that these guys are such great guys. But one guy that's always sort of, I don't know, rubbed me the wrong way that was heavily involved with the Patriots during the time you were there is Andy Hart. Uh, did you <laughs> get a chance? Any, um, you just tell me what makes that guy tick. 
a time bomb, man. I mean, he's a, he's a walking time bomb. Anytime you listen to him on the radio, he's got a 50-50 shot of going off at any time. I'm staying away from him. Yeah, me too. He's always got a hair across his blank for somebody. Well, Dante, I'm glad you're enjoying retirement. Thanks for taking a couple minutes here tonight as well. It's uh, the connectivity with Pat's Nation. They still love you seeing out and about, and your words resonate heavily. So thanks so much. Thanks, Nick. I appreciate it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pleased to be joined now by the one and the only Ernie Adams coming to you from I Love Boston Sports here tonight on the Great Coaches Gathering. Ernie, I'm just curious, do you have any idea around the time when you sort of became like a, a little bit of an icon or a mythic figure to Patriots fans and in Pat's Nation? Was it right around the time of Pink Stripes and everything Super Bowl 49? Um... Well, I think there are quite a few people actually knew what, knew what I did before that. I mean, the uh, um, so I, I mean I couldn't pinpoint. The, you know, I mean I over I was there for you know, twenty one twenty one year stretch, so I'm not sure I can pinpoint a time. But there had to be a time when you know. To me, I remember I may as as many fans may not have necessarily been familiar with what you did. We sort of started to hear about you know. The man in the tower, the guy who helped Bill put together game plans and always gathered the information. There was a little element of mystery to your involvement in the Patriots, which I think fans grew to just not only embrace but absolutely loved over time. Um, well, we always took the approach that it was best to have you know, one person out front speaking. Uh, I would have contributed absolutely nothing. Probably would have been detrimental if I tried to get my voice in there too. I mean, I, I showed up for work every day. I certainly knew what I did, uh, and it was about winning football games, not trying to get you know publicity for uh, you know, for every single person who was involved. Yeah, there were so many people. That's what's great about it. You know, people always say, "Was it Bill? Was it Tom? Who was the, you know the key?" There were so many people that were key to the greatest double dynastic run in modern sports. And the whole the whole thing is everybody worked together as a team when we were on the field on Sunday afternoons. Yeah, you know, I mean we all we all working for the same goal. Basically, we all spoke together, um, and it's, the whole idea of oh look at me, look at me. That just absolutely would not fly. So how did you and Bill, because you worked together, the Giants, and then in Cleveland, and back in New England, and all over together for so many decades, how did you guys come about establishing your unique role with the team? Well, I mean, we started uh, 
We started in the fall of 1970 when we were classmates at Phillips Academy in Andover. Basically, it was a, you know, we've had about a 50-year running conversation on football, um, which really helps because there, there were times, I mean, if we had to, you know, make a big decision or, you know, make, make a change at halftime, it would take us about 15 seconds because we've gone through, uh, we've gone through it so many times over so many years. Uh, you know, it made it very easy to work together. Right. I mean, it's uh, five decades. I mean, you guys know each other shorthand at that point. No, no question. And it, like I say, we could cover a lot of ground fast. Oh, I bet you could. The con- oh, to have been a fly on the wall, many of those walls over the years. Um, what would you say is the the one element of your contributions, uh, the one something that you're most proud of over your time with those six Super Bowls and the greatness that the Patriots established? Well, it was, I mean, my job was really to try to stay on top of the whole operation. And, you know, if really my job description was figure out what, what would help us win and go ahead and do it. So I, would, I don't know if there was one particular uh, uh, you know, one particular thing, but it was I was the, uh, uh, you know, a, a generalist in the true sense of the word. Ernie Adams generalist. It could read at patriots.com as well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, uh, that's not bad right there. Not bad. We may roll with that. Um, and how are you feeling about the team now? Obviously, it's been a couple of years. Things have changed. Working their way towards establishing a new identity and getting back to the culture of winning. How are you feeling about how everything, Bill O'Brien's back? How are we feeling about them? You know, it's a, like you look at every NFL season. Uh, everybody's got a tough schedule. I'd say the Patriots have a particularly tough schedule. Uh, AFC East is a lot stronger than it was a few years ago. Uh, but you really just have to try to go out, get better every day uh, and roll with it. Well, Ernie, uh, on behalf of a grateful Pats Nation for all the generalist type of things you did over the years as a uh, director of football operations from far away and the research you did here, thank you, for, uh, thank you for the Six Rings and also here on the Six Rings podcast. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Back here on Six Rings and Football Things from I Love Boston Sports, we've had a chance to hear from Ernie Adams. We've heard from Dante Skarnecchia. Now the man that used to be the driving force behind the backs that scored the touchdowns that made it happen, Mr. Ivan Fears joins us. Ivan, how's post-Patriots life and retirement treating you? Oh, it's absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> well, because I'm still involved. I'm still around. Of course, I'm, I know. I, I haven't 
you know, stay home. I'm I'm still with the guys. I'm still out there watching practice. So I'm loving it, you know. I don't have any responsibility, but I'm having a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah, now, Vinny Sanceri, if I'm correct, is now taking over as the lead head coach, or rather the lead coach for the running backs. For Patriots fans who may be a little unfamiliar with him, like Adrian Clem now taking over on the offensive line, um, can you tell us a little bit about Vinny that we may not know or that Pats fans will want to hear? Well, he played, uh, he's played DB in college. He's an Alabama player uh, that was pretty doggone good playing for Nick Saban. So guys got the same kind of, you know, pedigree that you would find with Bill Belichick. That's why he sort of fell into it real fast. Uh, Vinny is a great kid, uh, tough nut, uh, hardworking rascal. Uh, I really like him. I, I think he's perfect for the position. He's a very smart kid. And I think you're going to see, you know, his dad's still coaching at freaking uh, Alabama now, coaching D-line. Vinny's uh, hardcore football. And Bill and the Belichick family loves legacy football in the family. Like, there's there's nothing better than that. No doubt about it. And, and this kid is, uh, he's a great person. He's a great person. So. Um, how do you feel about the running back room now? Uh, obviously, you know, Ramondre. Thank you, Dante. Uh, Ramondre, you know, I remember one of my favorite quotes of the last couple of years was someone asked you in 2021, it was Damian Harris was kind of the lead back. Ramondre came in fourth rounder at Oklahoma. And someone asked you what he was good at. And you said, I think, quote, he's good at getting his ass yelled at. <laughs> and now here he is turning into a focal point of the Patriots offense and one of the star running backs of the NFL. You must take a lot of pride in that. No doubt. The kid has uh, worked hard to, to do the things we've asked him to do, to learn and to prepare and to train. Um, he's got to continue in that, in that mode because right now he's about to become a leader. You know, he's the veteran guy in the, in the, in the room. And, uh, you know, it's, it's one thing to say you're going to lead on Sunday, but if you're going to be successful, you got to lead every day of the week. And he's got he's to step up in that area. He's got to step up to being there when they need him Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, Saturday. And uh, he's got a young room. He's got a very young room. You know, Ty's coming off the injury, but he's there. But, you know, he's... He, He's not, he doesn't have the, what do you say, the the image that right now that uh, Ramondre is carrying. Everybody mm-hmm. looks to Ramondre because he's the man. Because he can do it all, That's too. That's exactly right. He can do it all. So, but he's got to step up and getting those guys ready. His young room, he's got to get somebody ready to back him up. Got to get somebody ready to play. Yeah, and Bill O'Brien comes back to the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, there's no definitive uh, slot receiver, which, you know, Wes Welker flourished under Bill O'Brien years ago. Uh, you, of course, helped, I, I, as we said tonight at the talkback session with the fans, helped pioneer champion and evolve the idea of the third down back. Uh, and it seems like Ramondre, you know, James Robinson jumps mm-hmm. in. He's, he's got a point to prove. He's got a chip on his That's shoulder. Right. We love to hear guys that want to run angry mm-hmm. in Foxborough. But Ramondre has a unique chance to... The offense will run through him. He could be the biggest star on the team. And, you know, he can help cha- change an offense that struggled last That's year, right. we can say, and needs to find unique and alternative ways to advance and score the ball. Yeah, no doubt. I think Ramondre is, you know, what we used to call a three-down back, you know, mm-hmm. a guy that can play first, second, and third down. Uh, but he's going to need some help. Come on now. I mean, you know, there's not too many backs out there that can play 17 games and the number of snaps we're talking about carrying. And uh, be healthy and strong at the end of the year. That is just, that's just too much. Yeah. So he's going to need some help. And I think we need to 
I'm hoping that Ty is going to be, I think he's, he has a great chance to be a third down back. I really do. I think he's got a great chance to be a third down back and take some of the load off of Ramondre so that he can be fresh when we really need him on first or second down carrying the ball and, and, and it's a featured guy. And then we got to bring somebody along. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Could it be Could it be Kevin Harris? Could it be, could it be Pierre Strong Jr., exactly right. who is fast as blank? But yep. Both of those guys were drafted last year, and we expect them to step up. They need to step up in you know their roles on special teams so they can get to the game. And then uh, they got to prove who they're going to be. And Ramondre is the leader. So he's got to get those guys going. He's got to... He's got to bring him along. You know, he's, he's the guy in the room that's got to do it for us. And, mm-hmm. you know, and that, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a big deal right now. It's a very big deal on a team that could use a focus, that no, could use no the leadership, deal. because the AFC East is getting harder. The that's AFC right. on the whole is turbocharged and on yeah. steroids. You know, Burrow's not going anywhere. Mahomes is not going anywhere. Right. Josh Allen is John Elway 2.0. Rodgers and the Jets, like Tua in those receivers. They need everything. They need everything, no doubt about it. And we need to be able to keep the ball away from that those offenses. And that's and why they went after a lot of defense this yeah, year. I think the defense is going to be back. Yeah, but we need to be able to control the ball on offense so that we score points and burn the clock. Exactly. Keep, keep make the game a hell of a lot shorter so they don't have as many opportunities on the field. And that's we need to, we need we need some help for Ramondre. And you know, I think Ty is looking really good right now. He's. He's healthy. He's looking really good, and we'll we'll see who's going to help. Scored in the first game last year as well, and we were all excited about that. And then, unfortunately, got hurt. You know, and Mac Jones never had a chance. We were talking about James White tonight. James White got hurt in the third game. Ended a brilliant career for himself in 2021. So hopefully, a third down back uh, comes comes about this year. Yeah, obviously you're still involved, maybe not to the intense level you were before. Oh, no, 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 no. 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 And you have earned and deserved it, but uh, we mentioned it tonight, but just for our listening audience, what's the one element about all your great contributions to the team that you're proudest of? I would say just consistency in the room. You know, guys, they came to play and they played. You know, I was very happy that we came to every game to play and play and played our best. The guys always came and showed up for the game with their hats on and ready to go. And that was that was my job to get them there. Now they had to do it when they were out in the field, but to get them there in the right frame of mind, that was that was basically my job. It wasn't just any one person, it wasn't any one play or any t shirt that was all about the Patriot way. It was showing up, being accountable, working hard and doing your job. Doing your job. And you did it very well, sir. Thanks for the time. Thank you.